कोहली का सबसे ज्यादा गुस्सा आ रहा है यार मतलब I just can't fucking forget it, dude. Like everybody could count. Like they just one over remaining of that Boland, right? And still, and still you play that extravagant dog. क्या है यार मतलब हाँ मैं दिल्ली से हूँ ठीक है पर इसका मतलब ये नहीं कि यार क्या है like a true Ganguly fan. Yeah. Iman Pandey gate crash the podcast and oh. evaluating a two year cycle of underachievement. Which ended in a final defeat. His problem is with one ball that Virat Kohli played. Like a true Ganguly fan, points his finger at Virat Kohli and fucks up. <laughs> the problem is with Delhi, not just that Virat Kohli. <laughs> TV Empire to director, we have a player review. Can we rock and roll, please? सिंगल नहीं मिला वी आर सेलिब्रेटिंग रैंडम माइलस्टोन्स टुडे चलो ओके चलो नाउ कैन वी स्टार्ट यस ऑल रियल्स ऑल राइट 3 2 1 गो मोहनदास करमचंद गांधी वाज 9 इयर्स ओल्ड व्हेन ही एनकाउंटर्ड हिज फर्स्ट डिक्टेशन ही डिडंट नो द स्पेलिंग ऑफ द वर्ड केटल सो हिज टीचर आस्क्ड हिम टू बोरो द स्पेलिंग फ्रॉम हिज नेबर बट गांधी वाज अ बॉय ऑफ इंटीग्रिटी एंड ही सेड फक केटल एंड फक बोरो that was the first instance but not the last of a kettle borrow screwing over a gujarat titan hello and welcome to bits and pieces the friendliest <laughs> cricket podcast this is the podcast that makes the indian cricket team feel at ease after yet another loss in an icc event because we are also not afraid to put ourselves out there even when we are fully fatigued and massively underprepared I am Tony aka the pat comments of this podcast not just because i am the good looking blue eyed boy of the pod but because i come into this week with zero prep i overstep the line often and i kick the ball away in frustration while everyone's watching uh, nice. joining me today the man of the match from the wtc final the only guy who showed up more times than either team this match the one whose cardinal sin has been forgiven cause he's got a permanent tan in his travis head the the traverser of the head and tail of the oval for bnp the one who got his angles right by being the contracted man with a protractor on the field he's seen this match up close and personal just so we don't have to the man who sipped only the head of his beer this morning before chucking away the rest as kohli got out say hi busy <laughs> hello hello how is everyone happy to be back and after a nice day at the beach <laughs> thank you <laughs> Uh, usually people say the camera adds a few pounds, but uh, you found yourself a few pounds later from the wallet and the body after <laughs> it has been a drain yeah. in WTC file. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's 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 part of the territory. <laughs> Next up, a man who has no idea what a clean catch is, but many are the number of people who would like to get two fingers under him and grab him inches off the ground. <laughs> Whether it's clean or explicit, bits and pieces has only one hottie. 
our own thirst trap who never throws in the towel say hi nitin sundar <laughs> thank you dad tony <laughs> i hope i hope listeners caught it hey, <laughs> that's quite nice also joining joining us because sunny gavaskar couldn't make it a man who says angry as a little master he has a dexter in his dp and they call him the adroit from detroit the piston who doesn't care what he gets his fist on the da vinci who looks at india's icc trophy drought and says what does a monkey know about the inji say hi max ak <laughs> mayur hello 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 nice to be here thank you for the intro <laughs> and then uh, the kumar dharmsena of the spot who you don't see very often except when a balls are battered the calm sounding expert of the deadly smile the man who prevented australia from taking a bow this finals because he was wearing it a man who will make you quiver with every arrow like insight the unassuming prof who parties more than you ever will and can say jay ho even after a defeat say hi brother t okay tarik laskar hi 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 everyone good to be back on the pod but not the greatest of circumstances in terms of results to be back <laughs> uh always great to have you and finally uh, the matthew hayden of the spot who has long seen this aussie victory coming the intellectual giant <laughs> of the spot who can smash it out of the park with his left handed takes when he decides to get going a colossus of the game who has his heart with chennai even though he is an outsider a man i love truly madly deeply the savage warden of bits and pieces <laughs> say hi oh, oh, oh. <laughs> thanks tony nice to be back nice to be back <laughs> Varun I think uh, before we go anywhere we have to start with you and on Wednesday at uh, roughly 8:15 pm when the <laughs> third session had barely begun you had predicted that uh, this match would end in a 200 plus run defeat for India and you had predicted back then not just the result but what Rahul Dravid would say can you can you read it out uh, for our kind listeners what you had predicted and what Dravid in fact did say Can you also read it out in Rahul Dravid's voice, please? <laughs> this is what I had like written, and I actually saw this coming on day one. Like I felt that there was quite a bit in the wicket, and like Australia were like romping away with the advantage on day one. It's not new. Like after losses, we've seen like Jamie Sir fronting up manfully in all these press conferences, and this is what I had written. Uh, that would be his reaction after day 5 no regrets as such in an ideal world you would like more time to prepare after the ipl but we have to deal with realities and front up to it i think we mostly played some very good cricket over the last two years that we are very proud of as a group once the dust settles down we'll analyze and regroup <laughs> i'm still very excited by the challenge and lies ahead especially given the depth of talent in indian cricket so <laughs> it was so predictable that you would like come back with this and of course like after the game i mean all the excuses <laughs> started flowing in right from lack of preparation lack of time after the ipl he in fact went and like even went to the extent of saying yeah like i would like to have more time but where is the time so <laughs> he he did he's building a from- new clock <laughs> <laughs> new wall <laughs> clock as it were timeless team all from all accounts <laughs> wow what a what a early 2010s cricket for us <laughs> from all accounts it was a very unhappy dravid after the match my bet is status quo will continue till the world cup and that's when we'll see 
things happening i mean it's it's do or die pretty much the world cup for a lot of these big names basically asterix if it happens for the world cup <laughs> he don't have a schedule where is it where is it there is a bukri book cricket world cup only is going to happen sorry so sorry i want to interrupt to cut it's raining in london super that is just your tears take a logical takes and all at the end but now it's time for max <laughs> channeling his inner sunil gavaskar the the adults version which you couldn't uh, tell me on me which you couldn't no. on star sports it was not a surprise that they won it's just the matter at the, the way things have unfolded right? they were you were not even competing like this is a final you're saying this is the two best teams oh they st- probably still are the, the the it was not even a contest in terms of it. like maybe that first session on day one maybe was like uh, even that is not like india session it was like probably like a 50 50 session but then three sessions after that you you were just you know whacked by the mace it was almost almost like they already had the mace and just whacking you on your ass repeatedly again and again you know heating it up whacking it you putting it into barbwires and whacking you putting it into glass and gum and then whacking you again you were just getting whacked and whacked and whacked Yeah, they did. That heads uh, runs that were the difference, you know. No, uh, they got runs then... from their head. We got runs from our tail. Just yeah, Ma- Max it. basically like Rohit has uh, thrown Umesh deep in. Sorry, strike straight into the deep end. But uh, let us try to make uh, heads and tails of this. Speaking of head and India's tail, and uh, uh, as the curator of the heads and tails podcast. Nitin Sundar, <laughs> let's start right at the toss. Do you think uh, India got it wrong at the toss? Uh, not with the call, but uh, with deciding to bowl first. Yeah, this was, uh, I feel, one of those test matches where uh, it was a great toss to lose. I think both teams would have selected the same thing. Both teams would have selected to bowl here. But really, uh, regardless of the toss, I agree with Max uh, that Australia completely outplayed India. and the funny thing is it's not like australia were fully plugged in or anything right they dropped multiple catches they took multiple wickets with no balls they actually took 26 wickets to win this test match and india only took 18 right and that includes a couple that came with declaration batting that's how wide the uh, gap between the two teams was and that was after australia had lost the toss and in both innings lots of uh, careless shots from the top order indian top order which has continued to do badly for the entire last two wtc cycles so there is definitely a problem there don't know what the solution is <laughs> the the actual venue was uh, sort of graced by the presence of busy busy uh, it looked like uh, india prepared for the wrong maze uh, they looked like they were stuck in a mazde with uh, no clue at all as to how to get out of the labyrinth what uh, really happened after that first session cloud cover etc etc 76 for 3 and then what i think wrong? i think they bowled badly in the first session itself the way you would have seen them bowl in the second innings was what was required on the first morning and that is what did not happen at all you see a guy like head playing and i don't think he'll score runs in any other part of the world but for some miracle he just swings ducks awkwardly fends off the thing is he forgets immediately but everybody else oh he's bad against the bouncer so he'll go even faster siraj bowls a faster bouncer it goes away for bites i think the game was pretty much decided in terms of how they bowled in the first innings hmm. interesting we we've, we've gone on for about 20 minutes uh, without mentioning <laughs> two key words uh, ash and ashes 
Tariq, <laughs> if you can hear us and if you're out of your Uber, do you think uh, Travis Head is going to score any runs in the rest of the Ashes now that they've figured him out? Basically, bowl him a bouncer or like get a spinner and he's absolutely clueless like he was in the second innings. And do you think India missed uh, our Ashwin? Uh, yes to yes to both counts. Uh, I'll tackle the the second one first, uh, which is essentially the uh, the Ashwin question, right? That even if uh, without hindsight, even if on day one you were asking me, should Ashwin be part of the team without having a look at the wicket, without the toss or any of the other information, hundred uh, times out of hundred, I would say you pick Ashwin in a test match like this there are no other questions like i know there are a lot of hindsight justification going on and there are a lot of strong opinions about that but on the oval of all places uh, there there should have been uh, some amount of different dimensions to the bowling attack which wasn't there i think i think india missed and uh, that made the difference on on day one i think uh, varun said right that uh, india had already kind of lost it on day one because of that of that session he may not have won India the match, but uh, Ashwin would definitely have made it more more intriguing and interesting. So yeah, just that's... just one point, Tarik. Uh, <laughs> India's first innings line bowled four overs. Okay, I mean you can say that India capitulated for two ninety six, but uh, you you saw how ineffective th- there was absolutely nothing in there for the spinners. So no, I, I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I With think the so, benefit so, so of hindsight, would you yeah, still play yeah, no, Ashwin? Yeah. Uh, with the benefit of hindsight, I would again like hundred and one times out of hundred. You, I don't think there is a case to be made. <laughs> you, you've not... heard it here first, folks, and economists saying hundred and one times out of hundred. <laughs> no, yes, I would, and my philosophy is quite simple that I would rather have variety. I mean, I would rather carry a Swiss Army knife than just a blade. So that's my point. Wow, the first no, time I someone think... has likened Asana to a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering who the no. blade is. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he will put blade on uh, YouTube. Petition, Only Umesh so. was blade. No. These are judgment calls you make, right? and uh, you know, it happens. And uh, when it works out, you think, oh, you know, great. Like Umesh, if Umesh had showed up and took like four wickets or something, like, oh man, what a great call this was, or something like that. You know, in hindsight, always seem better. And once you've made your decision, you go all in with what you have, with the resources that you have at hand, and. You know, like the the greatest IPL team in the world has proven that time and time again. Like whatever resources are there, you play with that, right? Enough about Mumbai Indians, though. Okay, hey, but he's talking about Kochi Tuskers, <laughs> No, I'm talking about the World Championships of IPL, Chennai Super Kings. If that was not clear, I will say that again. World Championships, World Champion of uh, World Championships of IPL. Yes. No, I just wanted to put a quick complimentary point to to Max, which is that that's that's exactly what I meant. That uh, a I I would pick Ashwin for sure uh, without the benefit of hindsight, also. And B, so, Tariq, pick... who would you pick him in place of? That's that's the tricky in, part, right? Yeah, that was the, that was the hard work. But I think uh, without the hindsight, also you would say it it had to be Umesh who who would be the uh, one dropped and. Ashwin put in, right? I think uh, when the toss happened, I had like uh, I'd made the point then only that like I would have batted first. Uh, I think I think I can understand the team management picking the four seamers once they decided to bowl first. I think maybe both teams like completely misread the wicket. Even Pat Cummins came on record and said that like they would have also bowled first. Uh, there is some history to this, right? I think both Australia and England have 
batted first in recent times and lost the test match in the first session while batting australia have been bowled out once for 60 odd in india have been bowled out once for 70 odd i think that's where i think both teams were coming from that we don't want to lose the game in the first session by batting but for some funny reason the wicket petered out i thought the wicket got flatter and flatter as the game went on i mean the pace was taken off it did get a lot easier to bat on so i don't think uh, ashwin was such a big game changer the one person i would be very critical of is rohit sharma i think uh, when we were uh, hemorrhaging runs i think as a captain there is a lot that you could do i think there is an example right i mean uh, the test that we played at the oval against england uh, if you remember uh, england were chasing like 350 odd and they were like if i'm not mistaken 100 for no loss or something of that and then we put together like a good 15 20 overs of extremely like good dry bowling i think shardul and one and jadeja on one and where we just didn't have any slips and just dried out the runs completely so i i really didn't see any imagination in the captaincy in this game it was just a lot of like do the same stuff over and over again and expect a better result all said and done i think australia probably a superior team in these conditions given the indian side uh, and india really needed like one of kohli rohit or gill to like come up with a big 100 to compete in this conditions oh not rahane yeah. fuck <laughs> why is he giving full summary in one go man hit him we are all clutching at straws but enough about kevin peterson back in 2012 no um, <laughs> it's uh, i agree with uh, vamu's point about first innings collapses happening in england and definitely that would have been one of the considerations at the toss the other thing is how pitches are flattened out in england so you've, you've in the last summer especially vamus to vamus Vam- i'm vamusing from vamu to vamusing vamusing in the caboose i'm vam- <laughs> i'm bamboozled by his name man uh, also if you look at the last uh, summer especially and india were at the receiving end the fourth innings batting has been the easiest of the lot repeatedly in england so there is a lot of justification to teams choosing to bowl first year you always pick your 11 assuming you will win the toss that's something that teams do always but i also feel even if india had lost the toss i don't think they would have picked ashwin here and we are all uh, right from day one all these experts have been acting like this is a, such a left field move leaving ashwin out for the last 4 years ashwin has been left out repeatedly when india have played abroad including under ravi shastri and virat kohli the last time we were in england ashwin sat out every test match jadeja played every test match india won that four match series 2-1 uh, let's not forget it is just a sad quirk of fate that ashwin and jadeja are unfortunately contemporaries if jadeja was not around ashwin would play every test match everywhere it's a no brainer jadeja obviously plays ahead of ashwin because he brings a lot of value with the bat and he's a very good bowler he he bowled really well in the second innings by the way tarik i disagree with you it's easy <laughs> to say now that umesh yadav would have been the one to make way for ashwin but 99 out of 100 people are not no, going I to think... agree that shardul thakur is your third seamer in a seam attack playing in england right with the duke no i th- i think i think yeah. it's the it's the same yeah it's the same issue so it's it's an idiosyncratic point the one that i was yeah. making which is that no, what i would have done which is a i would definitely pick tashwin and it would have been in place of umesh regardless of how the things go uh would that have been eventually like a bad call could have been because like no, no but it's know, not like a call that anybody would be comfortable with no captain or coach will be comfortable with the idea that shardul thakur is your first change bowler 
in english conditions right and you have and you have two spinners after that you have five man bowling attack where shardul is your third seamer that's not going to complete right, for anybody right so that yeah. question should make way for is a question for which nobody has the answer to that's the problem the great the great ravi shastri in the lead up to the test match like if you remember uh, when he was picking his side he said that the last spot was would be between ashwin and umesh yadav obviously he was privy to some uh, insider news he said that india had were making a last minute call between ashwin and umesh yadav i completely agree with you shardul as the third seamer would have been bonkers but that's how the thinking seemed to have been from the indian exactly team. and and that's exactly why umesh yadav will play nine times out of 10 in these conditions umesh yadav will make the cut over ashwin because that's what makes sense I know why it goes down to it's yeah. between these two, and here we can yeah. research bias say that Umesh should not have played, Ashwin should have played. See, in the it, next test match again, they will do exactly this. The last WTC yeah. final, India lost playing two spinners, not because Ashwin bowled well or Jadeja bowled well. I don't even remember how Jadeja bowled. Ashwin bowled well, but after the test match, everyone will say, "Oh, we played two spinners, overcast conditions," <laughs> and Jameson came and bowled bowled the crap out. Uh, of it. Incidentally, <laughs> that's that, that's something I did think about when you because yeah. you, when you were earlier asking the question about the hindsight thing that uh, in the last yeah. final it was exactly the opposite thing that was yes. causing outrage. And there you had Bumra. You had Bumra. You don't have Bumra now. Yeah. You have Umesh as, you, and Shardul as the third option, right? So. Nitin, yeah. you realize where you ended up, right? You ended up where uh, Sandy G is one level above you because he can explain things in hindsight. In hindsight, <laughs> also we're struggling to explain the script of the Indian team, which brings me back to my original question. No, right? actually, I'm not you're... struggling to explain it. I I think the eleven was perfect. I don't know what you're saying. I, I have absolutely no problem with the eleven that was picked for it's this. It's like this uh, operation yeah. successful, but patient died. I want to spend a few minutes to think about the thinking think tank within the Indian team, right? And basically, how did they choose to go back to Rahani and like decide that Ishant is completely left out and Saha is completely left out? Now, let me just put this thing in context, right? Scott Boland may be a new international player, but he's fucking thirty-four years old, right? And Ishant Sharma is also thirty-four years old. Now, you may say India's thirty-four years old is very different from Australia's thirty-four years old. But let me remind you that Umesh Yadav is thirty-five years old, right? And when you need a fucking dry bowler, which neither Siraj nor Shami is, and Shardul ever never can't be, and you are going to go with either Jadeja or Ashwin, how does Ishant not feature in this? And Absolutely if you go with the keeper yeah. as opposed to a batsman, as opposed to a batter keeper, then how does? Saha not figure in this decision at all. I mean, these are not things in hindsight, right? This we brought up earlier also. So, what's the thinking? I I really don't get uh, where, uh, honestly, where Rohit Sharma and Dravid are going with this. Guy. I can take a quick thirty second stab at that and give it to you, Amu. I think they decided to move on. Are from you stabbing Dravid from the front or the back? That's what. <laughs> uh, back of the wall. I think they took a call to move on from both Saha and from Ishan Sharma. That decision as opposed to Rahane. that no we'll get to rahane uh, rahane i think the answer is very different the decision to move on was fine when it was made i don't think anybody questioned it because you had bumrah and you had rishabh pant at the time when those decisions were made once it became clear that both these players are out for a significant amount of time i definitely think the team management should have gone back and thought about these two very very seriously especially ishan sharma especially given the problems india had in south africa with the bowlers not being tall enough and not being you know back of a length hit the deck kind of guys and given ishan's amazing experience i think rahane's situation is very different rahane is fighting fit he's as old as steve smith man like 
none of these none of these guys by the way from an age perspective are over the hill and rahane is actually the fittest of the lot he had form issues for sure he went back and he sorted out form issues and let's agree this was a one off test match where you didn't actually have a, an experienced player in the middle order you didn't have any other option you don't have a saha or an ishant equivalent that you can point to with a proven track record to come in at number 5 so going back to rahane for this test match was okay he might have failed and it would have still been okay to go to him for this test match and then discard him after this i i feel the fact that he came good is just a happy coincidence unfortunately not happy enough because it wasn't enough to win the test <laughs> I uh I mean just a quick take on Ishant uh I personally didn't have much of a problem in India leaving out Ishant uh Ishant played a few Ranji games and he never saw out the game invariably he just used to bowl like 8 or 9 overs in the first innings for Delhi and he just like vanished for the rest of the game he didn't even turn up for the second innings basically and even those 8 or 9 overs he used to bowl he would get smashed for 40 50 runs so there's nothing to write home about as far as ishan sharma like heading into the ipl i thought ishan was completely done because he had like nothing of note in the ranji trophies i didn't personally have a problem with india not picking ishan even with But, the Bamu, do you think ishan performed badly because uh, shahs went and asked him also how much mutton curry you are taking on your plate but he just got offended idhar bhi khana udhar bhi yeah so i didn't i didn't have much of a problem with ishan not being picked i would have definitely like uh, gone slightly differently with saha uh, maybe i think as the backup keeper with somebody who has experience of keeping in england i'd have probably pick saha the one issue i have been having with this management is that uh, i think dravid in particular was brought in with the remit of trying to get the next batch of players in and i don't think we have like moved an inch forward in that respect i mean we've just gone back to the same players again and again i get the point of one off games etc but this is the problem you end up with right like rahane does well now he you have to accommodate him in the side for the next one year or so so i mean that's one spot that like could have otherwise been given to uh, another young player nothing against rahane looked in fantastic touch during the ipl he was good here as well uh, in the final probably our best batsman in the final but yeah i mean it's it's just that uh, It's a dignified like... response that is for Rahan. <laughs> and I, and Bamu, I say dignified with a lot of... Why are you against 34-35 year old batters? Were you asking for Tendulkar, Dravid and all to be dropped in 2006 also? <laughs> just asking because I, I didn't know you back then but I'm just wondering. Because that's how old no, these I... guys are. They had a bad season. They went back, scored runs and came back. You are very confident that the new batsmen who are coming up in the Ranji Trophy, the same Ranji Trophy that produced Rahane, Pujara, Rohit, all these guys are going to outshine Mayank these Agarwal. guys dramatically. Yeah, exactly. You have Mayank Agarwal there as the poster child for Ranji Trophy's excellence right now. What is giving you the confidence that these guys are going to outperform the, these guys who are not old, by the way. They're 34 and Rahane is the fittest guy. Finally, we have a slip fielder back in the 11 who can take catches. Nathan, my, who my didn't only... feel that slip? Who didn't feel that all in the second innings? My only counter to that, and I agree, it's not a great counter. You are just going back to the same place over and over again. I, again, you had the same argument: one-off test, 
big match you go with experience so you you really just like going back to the same players over and over again and five years 50 test matches then fuck off that's all vamu doesn't have time for anything more than that if you played your 50 <laughs> test now this get lost become a commentator i don't want to see your face become the next coach that's all go <laughs> hey <Nitin>. <laughs> <laughs> At least, at least, Vamu is giving that concession. You are like DK shouldn't fucking commentate on another screen <laughs> ever again. <laughs> biggest <laughs> failure, biggest failure of WTC <laughs> final is Dinesh Karthik on commentary. My goodness. Guys, we've given the first hour to the bowlers. Now it's time to like, uh, it's, it's become too serious. We have to lighten this up. As our legendary Iman Pandey would say, Ab kelne ka time hai, pehne ka time hai. So, let it all out here. What is this like dignified? Like, yeah. Time to look forward to next WTC final. Please discuss Stark's bowling. Like, I haven't seen anybody worse than that on the planet bowling. Like, he's horrible. Dude, he got Kohli, man, he in got... the first innings with the ball of the first innings across both teams. That, and and, and Rahane in the second. <laughs> Basically, I, I don't know. I don't know if you saw this because you were at the stadium. But uh, as you described Mitchell Starr, they had a new kind of uh, bowling analysis that they could show, right? Which is a mountain of where you pitch the ball. It's <laughs> a bell curve. Right, so basically, wherever you pitch the ball, it forms a bell curve. It looks like a mountain. Okay. They called it a literal mountain. When they showed stars, it was a turd emoji. Even KSB, Karnataka State sure. Board, who has appeared for <laughs> CBC exam, is driving you for four. I have given up uh, lucrative contracts with RCB and valuable airtime with Danish State. All so that I can further my uh, uh, my test career and ashes, I will make impact and WTC is a stepping stone to that. First ball, first morning he comes, top balls, hard tracker gets pulled by Rohit. It was brilliant. And from there, he just kept getting progressively worse. And I kept wondering, why is he, like, in the in the first day, Cummins immediately removed him after two or three overs and uh, bought uh, Boland or uh, Green on at his end. But in the second innings, he kept bowling him and I kept wondering what is going on. And then somebody said Ki, it is because he had to create footmarks. Then he goes round the wicket. So now he's creating the wrong side footmarks also. <laughs> and, he ke- and to just top it off today, wrong the best- side footmarks. <laughs> <laughs> he's going round the wicket. Step marks either- ke liye bhi point hai. Wrong Be- step kar diya hai. Tune <laughs> idhar bhi kaega, udhar bhi kaega. <laughs> Cummins, he's getting hit for four. Cummins comes to him. I think Rahan had straight drove him for four. Cummins comes to him. He's like, let us uh, switch around and all that. Stark is like, eh. Bissy, you should know that uh, there is only one person who still still sends dry fruits to Prithvi Shaw on Diwali. <laughs> that, that is Mitchell Stark because uh, he was the only batter he could get. Do you, you don't remember last BGT? Dude, Prithvi Shah was our opener going in. Oh, I, don't know if I remember that. that. He got it to Stark. Huh? Twice? Oh, no, like first, first Adley, couple of balls. Both and innings. then Jaspreet Bumrah was our night watch in the second innings before. Please, today is not the day to talk about 36 for 9. <laughs> 36 for 9. Max, I, I know you've got a mountain of 30. Mountain of Sunday, so, so take uh, uh, what BC said, put that into context, right? Mitchell Stark has been absolute trash, complete trash all over. Despite that, right? Despite someone just being so much out of the game, and even Cummins, Cummins was uh, 
pedestrian by his standards. Cameron Green doesn't even get a ball, so I don't even want to count him. Despite that, we fold up for 290 and then 200 and something now. And they dropped three catches. And they took wickets with no balls. That, that is how awesome our batting has been. Right? Now, if you look at that second <laughs> innings so where it started, you had Gill and uh, Rohit going at almost run a ball. And then Gill, I, I, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you've been, we've been having shit throughout for four days. I don't want to complain about one shitty thing that happened uh, with that catch. right? But after that, Lion shows up and... Rohit has an itch. Right? And this is not that itch of I want to hit you out of the inning and kind of thing. This is that my taint is itching kind of an itch. And well, I have gloves. <laughs> so what should I do? I'm going to scratch my taint with the red cherry. And that's what he wow. does. Like, okay, sits down, spreads his legs and lets the ball come in. Right? It's it taken care of on the pitch. Please. This has and then to be intro. Burns Wait. a review also after that. Say, can you show me? Can you show if it itches? If it scratch my itch properly, I want to see it. It was not clear enough. You see, he was coming over, it's coming around. It hit in line, but I still want to know where did it hit me? Is my itch gone? I want to see three reds. He walks off. He walks off. Okay, it's fine. We have Virat. Even everyone's like, okay, this is going to be the, this is going to be it. We, you know, Puji still looking good, and at that point, even Puji was. Not in like the 20 or 20 strike rate, 30 strike rate guy. He was like in Smashing the it. strike rate zone. Right. Yeah. So that this this is like okay, this is Sussex Subramani, right? The guy who is killing it for everyone. Right? <laughs> I've got six hundred. Yeah. I'm gonna play the vitality blast. I'm the captain of the white ball team uh for you know when they play in England kind of guy. I am the I daddy of Steve Smith, I'm his captain. Bench. Yeah, I am his captain. I tell him to go stand at point. I tell him, no, you will not stand at slip. You stand at slip. I am the OG Steve. When <laughs> I am the captain, you will be at fine leg. That is what he can do. He can make Steve Smith ball off spin. It's like, no, no, I know you came to the team as a young Shane Moore. No, no, you will bloody ball off spin because I am the captain. I say so, okay? And that guy then decides to take something. And it's not like he was batting on like 75 uh, or like, you know, and this is like, he was on 20. Wicked has just gone. Another one is a contentious shit. Like, oh, you know what? Here, let me try something. See the look of disbelief on his face after the because how dare you take that catch? How dare carry you take that catch? That's not you shouldn't be people come to watch me here. I'm the one who's given up two years, two months of white ball uh, to play red ball game, and I will just shit all over here and walk away. That is how it has to be. And then and then for absolute no reason, Kohli and Rahane, they don't get the message. Oh, we should be playing shit. No, no, no. Let us actually go play a different game. Let us give these useless fucks we call fans some hope. Right? <laughs> they should also have some hope. Because what if the, we don't want the game to end and people say test cricket is dying if it ends in four days. We have to take it to day five. So let us play and give people hopes. People can start thinking of GABA and shit because there's less than 300 runs to make. Awesome. Let's go do that. And then we all go to sleep. And then I wake up. There's like 958 messages on my WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> With everyone talking about this is going to happen, there's going to be a Kohli 150, we're going to back the T and all that nonsense. Why? Why give all this useless hope? Why don't you just follow what the two other guys have done? Just be shit. It is so easy to do that, guys. But no, we won't do that. We want to give the entire universe hope. We even want to give Australian media hope that they can do this again. And people start mm-hmm. talking about bear store chasing and all that nonsense. Like, Why? Best ever. Well, 
welcome to pyar ka panchanama part 3 what happens in the morning we're like okay this is going to be it and then kohli kohli is playing not just for the three stumps that are behind him he is also protecting the three after that you just cannot see it because you don't have the 3500 i uh, iphone vision goggles that you have if you buy those stupid ski goggles you can see the other three wickets in the metaverse he was protecting them that they prepared on the sixth stump they prepared two pitches for the final he was batting on both pitches that is why hey. he's playing on the sixth stump seventh stump and then and rahane is like are bhai main bhi aata hu i will also do the same thing stark i know you're bowling shit i know you're going to i will help you don't worry you need decent figures you need to prepare for the ashes you need some confidence behind your stupid ass come max i think i think you didn't read what kohli uploaded on instagram yesterday <laughs> <laughs> he said if we have too many worries fears and doubts we have no room for living and loving we need to practice letting go <laughs> and he forgot he promptly you have to he forgot practice promptly. let you have letting to practice go. to let go he wants to let he got go. the memo but he couldn't uh, he couldn't implement oh, it God, he got the memo. screen sharing happening if he wants to let go let him go hey, build a fucking ice hey, castle and sing on top of it hey, to let it go hey recording kar rahe This is Sachin <laughs> underscore RT, famous commenter on oh, all important social things ever. Former Rajya Sabha member tweeting. Congratulations to Team Australia on winning the hashtag WTC final. Steve Smith hey, and Travis Head set a solid foundation on day one itself to tilt the game in their favor. India had to bat big in the first innings to stay in the game, but they couldn't. There were some good moments for India. But I fail to understand the exclusion of Ashwin Ravi ninety nine in the playing eleven, who is currently the number one Test bowler in the world. Like I had mentioned before the match, skillful spinners don't always rely on playing. Blah blah blah. Anyway, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Please read out the first reply also, maybe in the right voice. Nitin, go for it. Okay, the first reply to this tweet from Satin Tendulkar has come from Hitanshu at Hitanshu HP. बैट का ग्रिप निकालने का समय आ गया है प्रभु Um, no, no. Just to play the devil's advocate, because both Robro and uh, Jami sir have like come out after the match talking about lack of preparation time. Robro has said it would have been nice to have twenty to twenty-five days to prepare for this. So, uh, <laughs> like so me, I, me I, I, mean, I think, I think, IIT I think should... exam in two thousand four. One. and maybe just cut the team a bit of slack on that front i know australia also didn't come in with any match practice but i think we can all agree that these conditions were more australian than than indian i think with the natural pace and bounce uh, the second question is more of a left field selection question i think we have like i think severely underestimated the loss of rishabh pant uh, i think this whole a uh, four bowler plus jadeja theory was working well with pant at 6 or 7 in the absence of pant like should we have gone a bit more defensive like 
pick the extra batsman because you're pretty much not getting the same like run output from KS Bharat. I've seen him bat enough in test match cricket. We saw him bat in this game as well. So I want to cut that Bharat question at the bottom itself. He is not going to be the one who is going to help you cross 350. They have to be the top three of them. Those idiots are the ones who are not scoring runs. You can't point fingers and say that because Bharat is playing in place of uh, Pant, we don't look like a side who can score 350. You you should be looking like a side which scores 350 without Pant. That is what you have a top four for. I agree. And these yeah, and morons the don't seem to do that. Right? That's, yeah, that's and the others should and be, also, should come and have that, fun. Right? He should be having fun over there. Like that is doing like anyway. <laughs> and the runs, the runs your wicketkeeper is not giving you, you're getting, you've been getting from Akshar, Shardul, Lashwin, uh, and all these guys, right? So they. Uh, is but that so, was at in, that was in India, Max. Like this is overseas, Sh- right? Shardul, it's a... today, Shardul play, played a fifty in the first innings. Right? Shardul and Jadeja scored again here. I think there's been there've been a couple of issues. I think between Shastri, Kohli, and uh, Dravid uh, Rohit in the background. I think which the BCCI is also responsible for. I think when Shastri, Kohli were uh, coaching the side, uh, the A tour program was functioning very well with a lot of overseas tours. I remember we went to South Africa, we went to England, and. Uh, somebody like a Siraj got a lot of exposure there, etc. Over the last couple of years, all our India A games have been either in India or in Bangladesh. We really haven't like had a program as such where like a batsman has been given challenging conditions to combat against against a reasonable quality of attack, nor a fast bowler to really go out there, pick wickets and stake a claim. So, I think that's been one big difference. I think the only thing VVS Lakshman and maybe it's not VVS Lakshman's fault at the end of the day is been actually uh, like taking care of the injured team at the NCA basically. The A-Tour program has not been functioning at all over the last couple of years ever since COVID uh, subsided, uh, what you may. Having said that, I am also in agreement with you. I don't think we can, add, on one hand, state that like the depth of Indian cricket is great, like 16 against 16, like we will win, etc. Then it is quite obvious that the depth of Indian cricket is not there. I mean, if you are actually, if you don't know like who your next seam bowler is going to be or who your next backup batsman is going to be your depth is not in great state. I, I I don't think like even if we were to like scrummage hard, we'll find a bowler like a Scott Boland or a Michael Nisa uh, in our reserves. So I I really I take your point. I don't think the 16 versus 16. We always say depth of Indian cricket is great, etc. But uh, evidently nobody seems to have the confidence to blood those players. So we can't have the argument both ways basically. If you want to blame yeah, look, uh, one city, just also... blame the BCCI, man. It's mostly always correct. You can't go wrong. But it's not just the BCCI, right? it's also a function of the formats. And like I have, I mean, I'm not like dissing this entire organization altogether. It's just that the realities have changed now that uh, Max, what you're saying in terms of why don't you blood some new guys into this thing, is that every match now counts for the next WTC cycle, right? And that's where somehow India has been caught in a vortex where now every damn pitch where India play in India has to be a rank turner. 
just so that you don't give up 12 points right and i think that needs a serious rethink because if you are saying that uh, i need to get all of my three series wins at home and therefore i'll dig up the pitch and create uh, to be honest like less than entertaining test matches then there's a problem right you'll never run out batters like uh, i have a I mean, doubt when was the date and venue for this wtc final be played 6 months back I don't at think at least six like, months back, uh, right? Okay. Yeah. And and six months back, we knew that the IPL also would uh, naturally be like three hours before WTC mm-hmm. starts. <laughs> so to so so I, I it's it's very farcical to say that there is nothing that you can do about it in terms of long term. It, it it's farcical. That's all I can say. Yeah, no, I, I, still maintain, I still maintain that a one-off test is not a measure of how well you're fine. Like, it's okay, you lose a test match. You, you can yeah, say fine. this for any final and it's fine, it's true. I, I don't disagree with you. It's true. Yeah. So, Whether we you feel bad when you lose finals and you feel very, very no, happy when you lose finals. Of course you feel finals. bad, which is why I'm trying to see the strategy behind it. No, right? my so question, what is your, what no, is my your stated strategy and what would it be ideally two years later, which is where I'm failing to see something with... Uh, Rohit and Ravi. That is my point. It's not about this loss. This loss happened. Obviously, it is sad. It is terrible. And like uh, we've all invested time, and some of us have invested money, like this year, he says. And we've lost. But the point is, like uh, you have to see some light at the end of the tunnel, even if it's one, two years down the line, right? That is where I'm. Match ka mudrim BCCI. I think we all agree. Uh, I have a quick <laughs> question. How many ICC finals? And I want the answer in five seconds. How many ICC finals have the Indian men's team been in? Not many. <laughs> Since <laughs> no, the start like of time. time. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. No, uh, just eighty. Just eighty. Me bol do kafi. Eighty-three, eighty-five. Yeah, ICC final. Uh, what ICC final? Eighty-five. basically. Answer is 11. Okay, so 83, yeah, 2000, 2002. Again, by the way, What is Nairobi, it 2000? Colum- What is Nairobi, Nairobi. Champions Trophy. Oh, that you won't count. Eh? Oh, you can't count 85, you'll count. <laughs> Dude, Pakistan fans are counting their 2017 Champions <laughs> Trophy win. The only ICC event they won since 19... Uh, no, 2009. Incidentally, at the Oval only. Next quick question. How many finals, ICC finals, have India lost in their history? Nine. Eight. Eight. They played 11. They've lost six, including the last four. So the last four are the 2014 T20 World Cup, 2017 Champions Trophy Final, 2021 WTC, and now 2023 WTC. Wait. What do you mean? They played 11, lost only six, sir. Yeah, they won. They the one was one was shared. One was shared. Yeah, Sri Lanka. They won. Yeah, yeah they won eighty three. They lost to Nairobi in two thousand. Three stars on our jersey, you know, which we should speak spend more time talking about. That's a good <laughs> point. Why is it only three stars? Uh, oh, the Champions Trophy is not counted by <laughs> ICC. BCCI doesn't hey, count the Champions Trophy as an ICC. ट 
he won the champions trophy no no that's so world series the world series thing this fellow is saying okay okay 85 <laughs> he won audi that's all he remember he won for what mcg audi talubadi and he, and he got he got the audi talubadi also Ma- known as tax break okay anyway nitin sundar key time ah. to discuss two things before we round up the podcast the wonderful jersey and then what is the definition of a clean catch and discard <laughs> the rest of the podcast we spoke Where about we the start. jersey you know the last time jersey is no, nice good jersey <laughs> jersey i, I hope <laughs> I hope uh, whoever uh, jersey aficionado should definitely collect this jersey because it still doesn't have Kamla Pasand logo on it because the next iteration of it will have it because uh, they but, haven't had money to get a jersey sponsor but they will soon as a, as a jersey aficionado would you buy the 4999 rupee jersey or the 999 rupee fan jersey or the 2999 rupee what is it called replica jersey i will go to um, karama near bardubai there for 10 dirhams you get fake jersey right whatever that is i will buy if at all if the material is nice dry fit sometimes it, they make this full will, polyester uncomfortable say, that it i don't buy it will say india on the front and messi on the back <laughs> no no you say i say adibas adibas on the adibas adibas adiboli adibas adiboli adibas hey tell me jersey also has only three stripes no <laughs> three stars three stripes out of five. it is all written boss no wonder we didn't but busy did you did you buy any merchandise at uh, at the what, what was it like on hero i went and saw merchandise i thought oh amazing adidas jersey is here already it turns out it's counterfeit licensed by icc <laughs> <laughs> it is what the original yeah <laughs> yeah icc so always like, does uh, this icc always does this icc made its own call replica everything Somebody, random garbage and they look so bad they look not, they're like denier versions of uh, jerseys like jersey is a very really easy bad. thing to fake you can denier. just make some you can easily make a fake jersey right so, purla full on fake or so i remember seeing it's, it's this it's really bad like yeah. horrible nobody will buy you really also bad. got you also got vande bharat toilet mugga no <laughs> please talk about please talk about the collectible <laughs> okay lot, for the benefit lot, of uh, Mokka. benefit of our <laughs> listeners who don't watch podcast uh, bc oh currently God, is flaunting yeah. the beer mug so, that he collected as a collectible from the oval this looks like a yeah. lotta that we all so, so let me just set this up right because bc on our whatsapp group actually sent a picture on the first day right uh, it was uh, whatever it was and basically one of our friends ankush mehra on the pod was like why are you taking a urine test to get into the stadium <laughs> <laughs> because it was it looked like a test urine cup with uh, only with if you pass water. that test you are in yeah and and gorav's like oh you pass it's saffron in color so yeah <laughs> you get to go into the oval but busy what is that yes. mugga you are holding up and what this is a very strategically designed mugga where you have this holder onto which you can place others oh. and basically make a tower of beer mugs so when you go oh, out that is what the is. break one guy can get seven convert once into twos sunny ji and bring it hey. back so no no wait a sec wait a sec hello uh, one uh, sec one sec no the the main area of the mug goes into the main area of the mug below no illa da the other way da other way oh so you hold it like a four cups four cups type correct uh, correct correct uh, good one good strategy <laughs> this if uh, india had won the suddenly got into board games rules explaining board game <laughs> <laughs> no if india had won this trophy easily they could have brought all four cups as long as the cup had this design but neither do does the icc may have this design not did india win it so mood point of a mood point sadly 
and and a word on the stadium experience also no uh, because this is my first game that i'm seeing outside the indian nation oh really right? so, yeah hey you being in lords and vitality oh. blast first international international game oh, okay. outside india i i saw vitality blast at both the times so, vitality blast and uh, what is that lv county uh, lv But equal to county like, yeah, yeah. vitality blast was basically the uncle next year throwing beer away when kohli got <laughs> it's too much fun no <laughs> i think it had amazing crowd like all five days people turned up like max said they gave us hope so some of us uh spent through our nose and turned up today as well uh the time it takes for you to reach from the main gate to your stand state and your seat is 10 minutes on any given day regardless of how crowded it is which is just nuts to me i i, I keep getting blown away but every time it happens in over 5 minutes i walk in scan quick back check you're on your way and you you just reach the stand no frisking no remove your toothbrush no remove that no remove this no stand in line again nothing none of that so overall i think it's just these are small things which i really wish some people would listen to and carry over for it's the all about the little things busy yes, <laughs> it's all about the Arsha little sir famously told this it's all about the little things and i think a lot of uh, what we miss when we watch on tv is what you get to see in the uh, pre match warm ups the the warm ups before the day the guys who are really intent on what you want to do to even prepare right so every morning the one guy who is preparing wholeheartedly is ash so without fail he is running hey, around is there are two guys there's ash ashna and there's also bharat sundareshan friend of the pod who's <laughs> always there watching ashna while no no he he doesn't do any work on the days of the match he likes to watch nets until the previous day and basically okay. looking at smith and lavushan that's all my actually see, watches all nets li- only those and i i will tell you the key difference between watching live and watching at the stadium is that you fucking spoil what is going to happen ஒரு <laughs> 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 <laughs>
that, that is what they take care of. They take care of you. You don't understand that. And then Correct. you get up, you 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 you're you you're drinking beers and beers and where you can stack beers as a cup. <laughs> and then when you want to go pee, you have to go look for directions. You, you, oh, can, I, you have low tide in your hand. <laughs> or, or but no, but imagine in an Indian ground, you don't have to look for where the restroom is. The smell will tell you where the restroom is, right? You can just happily <laughs> go in the general direction and you know where the restroom is. You, you have paid a... through the nose, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Pee through the nose. And, and then, and then like within 10 minutes, they let you in. What is the fun in that? What is the fun within 10 minutes going and yeah. finding your seat? How, like, how you are you building to... patriotism, man? You have to scramble for... through security yeah, no, no, no. and with your uh, physical ticket to get into the ground. And you have to keep that with dear life because you cannot come out with that, right? This is like, you can check out, you can you can check out anytime, you can't leave. So you, you have to have that stub for dear life. People and are queuing up in Chennai for two days to get the said physical ticket, first of all, before queuing <laughs> up in the stadium. Bearing stampedes. Like, yeah. That is where the true love for the game comes. It's not like you just purchase something, you show your phone, they scan it, and that London Bobby just lets you in. What nonsense is this? Is, this yeah. is not the true romance of the game. Is doesn't come from all of this. Okay, I agree. True romance Talking of the of... game comes... <clears throat> when you going are through the pain to get in, yeah. you cannot eat, you cannot drink, there is no shade, you still watch your, your team, you know, rot and die and struggle out there. You can't step out. If you step out, you can't come back. <laughs> that is how it should be. You can't meet friends. Fuck friends. Who cares of friends? You have come to sit in the sun and watch your team rot. That is yeah. what the true fan experience should Imagine be. Imagine if you, if you were as in. dehydrated as Dean Jones was in Chennai while he was <laughs> scoring his double hundred or whatever. Then you would feel like what it is to be like there. Depending yeah, and, and they, have like, they nonsense, have like a faster probably. 5G signal in the ground. I'm like I'm getting updates from Bissy like when he's at the ground. Why are you even looking at the phone? Look at the game. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> Ambani has uh, genuinely delayed the signal in, in Makade <laughs> Stadium just for this. For and, the fan experience out there in the stadium. Empathy. And our other comrade, Muri Sadgopan, he's listening to Tesla Sofa right in the stadium. If you want to listen to Tesla Sofa, be at home. Sit, sit on, on your, your sofa. sofa. It's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> sit on your own sofa. Listen to Tesla Sofa. Tesla at the sofa. ground. Paying 12 pounds yeah. at the ground, listening to Tesla Sofa, watching the game and then sending stuff mm-hmm. on WhatsApp with beer in another hand. What is these guys, man? They are an insult right. to the entire fandom of cricket tragics that we are. Agreed. I fully agree. So, fa- so phantom, keep... fandom, phantom, speaking, fandom. Speaking of cricket, uh, cricket tragics, I met one, another one in the tube today. Sudhir Chaudhary. Yeah, the bro. guy who, who dresses <laughs> up as the Indian flag. Amazing chat, five-minute chat I had with him. He's like, first session, century marathon, we will win. Okay, die. Next, I'm like, where are you going next? He's like, Sachin sir is playing, uh, what? Uh, what is this league? Legends, Legends League. league. Uh, so I am going Bur- there. Life set <laughs> I'm Legends League and uh, I, and then he's like, West Indies wala tour bhi hai, but udhar nahi main. Sachin sir jitar khelenge udhar. The only thing with, with this guy, I don't know how he manages in places that are cold, man. Even in MCG for that India-Pakistan game, he was yeah, fully yeah. bare-bodied. If I was him, I'd die of pneumonia in no time. Okay, I mean, like I don't know how he managed. Only Max is saying, "Olly, like combative <laughs> ride last episode and empathy ride to this episode." <laughs> we've come. Yeah, in the middle we had one more episode. From all stages <laughs> of grief, from expecting mildly that India will win to fuck it. But talking of fraud, fraud fans, El Chopper Nose and Mohan K turned their <laughs> stiff upper lip to the IPL for two entire months. 
saying that once test cricket starts they will be back and they have given the test cricket the shortest <laughs> trip ever they have not even it is not even registered on their scale at least ipl they knew what is happening because it is making so much noise <laughs> these this test match on the other hand <laughs> it's 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 like uh, all of these guys no were uh, out of action for a while they are also rusty da they are not used to watching cricket for such long yeah. periods of time yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were talking of so, true patriots talking of true patriots there is this uh, video that went viral today that indian cricket fan who dresses up like a native indian or something with feathers and uh, wears a blue full sleeve jersey he was vigorously waving a flag outside the stadium without seeing who was coming by <laughs> and an english cyclist uh, a local london local on a cycle uh, cycled basically into the flag and as he was falling quite uh, violently thankfully off camera you could hear him scream <laughs> ah you, you fucking can't <laughs> Yeah. To which our no, man but, said, "Sorry, sir. Sorry, 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 sir." I believe that that video is basically an encapsulation of what we can expect this summer. <laughs> the Indian cricket team has showed up in England, has set up Australia to smash England in the Ashes that are going to follow, <laughs> and they are just going to apologize. They said, "Sorry, sir. Sorry, that wasn't the plan." England, of course, going at great pace <laughs> without knowing <laughs> what is coming in the side. Yeah, England getting properly sideswiped, uh, not, not noticing what is coming from the side. Or what Jayesha J- did in that <laughs> final IPL final. <laughs> yeah, this is another uh, jiffable moment. But speaking of, oh, you fucking cunt! This is time to invoke that section of the podcast where Nitin Sundar and Varun Murli will explain to you what a clean catch is according to <laughs> the latest ICC rules and Alison Mitchell. <laughs> I give up dude I I realized that I don't know what you a clean catch is anymore. You followed cricket for how many years? I believe 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what, what it is anymore. <laughs> I have no idea what a clean catch is. My understanding of a clean catch involved the ball being captured by a fielder using his hands ideally without touching the turf or any part thereof of the turf including the grass that is growing on the turf and the soil that is festering on the turf. But I have been led to believe otherwise. apparently a catch can now be completed even if the ball may have touched a blade or two of grass or a few nobody is really counting those blades as long as there are two fingers of a fielder's hand under the ball this apparently is how umpires currently adjudicate catches that get sent up to them because despite the greatest uh, greatness of the technology that is at their disposal it is impossible for them to say with any level of certainty whether catches are being taken safely or not so they are looking for some kind of signal from above which is basically are there two fingers under the ball and as long as you have two fingers under the ball it doesn't matter what you do with the ball but it also matters what you do with your wrist afterwards because some experts told us if the his wrist had twisted and then he had touched the turf it would have been a different thing but i really don't know it's all <laughs> I, i basically don't know what a catch means anymore yeah, yeah. so speaking of signals from above that is what we had during the intermission of the ipl which was divine intervention uh, but also <laughs> the legit segue from uh, what we told uh, richard kettlebro uh on day 4 was uh, are you fucking cunt to what we said on day 5 was are you fucking control which is what uh, varun murli will explain to us as to why the law has changed <laughs> wow. what is control and how do you define it when a catch is being taken so i i i i have never seen a cricket rule change so much over the course of 24 hours <laughs> like when the catch was initially taken like the consensus was like the ball hadn't hit the grass and he had taken it cleanly or rather there was not enough evidence to 
conclusively say that the ball had touched the turf one hour onwards like the common consensus was that ball had touched the turf but because he had control over the ball that was fine so as per the reading of the laws it was a great decision by the third umpire because he had control over the ball before the ball touched the grass then i just went up and like read the icc rules it says that you need to have control over the ball and control over your movements so it's not control just control over the ball you need to have control over your movements as well so that like interpretation suggested to me that it was not a clean catch which like a couple of television producers online also seemed to accept overnight i like felt happy and smug about having proven people wrong today morning i wake up on commentary they are coming up with this new interpretation wherein like if you have two fingers under the ball as long as the fingers are under the ball it doesn't really matter whether the ball has touched the turf whether the ball has touched the boundary line you need to have those two fingers under the ball and that is the current interpretation basis which catches are taken fantastic like i mean it hmm. only cricket can do this to be honest i mean like the way the rules yeah, yeah, yeah. can evolve over 24 hours over something that has been over <laughs> sport it's, it's just fascinating just just be thankful that you lived through something revolutionary in cricket where earlier the way two fingers were held over the ball had changed from like outswing to inswing to wobble seam and the same thing has happened literally overnight as to how you hold two fingers under the ball and take a catch wobble catch Again. the loss of catch can catch. be defined as wobble <laughs> loss basically they are just wobbling this way and that nobody knows which way they will go <laughs> and match ka mudra is at the ground loudest jeers reserved for ketelbra when he walked out when he collected the medal when he walked back up it was insane and he's being walked around with a proper security cordon right now people are very afraid that he'll get yeah. hit or something <laughs> i'm proposing a new signal for wobble catch which is basically what vanindu uh, has <laughs> which is this i'm seriously i have no idea <laughs> like let's just go with this uh, but on that note uh, let's sort of conclude in the next 3 uh, minutes by saying that uh, whenever we win a match uh, guys we have this thing called munchies which is we consume every damn thing about the match there is uh, across the board uh, crick bus crick info whatever crick next crick uh, usa whatever we consume content there how are you going to deal with a loss i mean it doesn't matter because no one's listening to this podcast because famously <laughs> after an india loss no one was listen to anything so uh, nitin what are you going to do uh it's a well deserved break from cricket for all of us uh, especially the ones who have also been following the ipl <laughs> I think there's going to be a month <laughs> off, but it'll also be good to watch the Ashes as a neutral. Uh, I know some of us here hate England with all their might. I frankly don't care who wins in the Ashes. I just want uh, close games. Uh, it's great to watch cricket as a neutral. So yeah, the Indian Test yeah. cricket team is the one thing that I'm fully invested into. It's I'm glad that I don't yeah. have the emotional baggage when I'm watching the Ashes. Let's just throw throw it to Vamu, who is desperately checking with the entire cricket for team as to what is India playing next, and nobody has <laughs> no, no. cricket was like what? No, India no, I I actually checked the cricket for India fixtures and stats page. It ended with the WTC final, so I had to go over to Crickbus, and there they had like the schedule of the India West Indies tour. So it just seemed as if 
that tour is going on but there is like a one month gap between now and then so i am like keenly looking forward to the india sri lanka bilateral odi series which will kick off this <laughs> inevitably <Saturday>. get so <laughs> inevitably <laughs> so, so that's what i am looking forward to now guys i don't know why yeah, you are watching Max. useless shit angil <laughs> the major league cricket is going CCL. to start in a few days um dallas super kings is the team i'm going to cheer for obviously um their jerseys are not are not on sale yet uh, so i don't know what it's going to look like but uh, yeah i think that's uh, supposed to kick off in exactly a week from now and then there is also this nondescript uh, uh, tournament called the ashes so yeah this busy Mommy, how many ashes honestly, matches are you watching? Like, I'm honestly, it has really like ripped up my appetite for watching games live right now. <laughs> uh, all said and done, we this we is lost. how they lure you in Nitin Sundar catfishing <laughs> expedition. All said and done, we really lost, and all that. The the outcome is to me, in in my mind at least, is secondary because I think we we were there. We were fighting with a chance. Outcome is I not don't... secondary. Outcome is second. We are second in the world <laughs> test ranking. At the end of the day, cricket watching is the winner. Ah, this is what our friend Ankush Era said when someone said, "Yeah, at the end of the day, cricket is the winner." And Ankush is like, "Yeah, whenever India plays the finals of ICC tournament, <laughs> usually cricket is the winner." <laughs> And he also asked if we can check when is the eliminator two for this particular final, so that we can qualify for that. Yeah, it was a decent test match. The outcome aside, it it wasn't all that one sided as you might think. Now we'll is wait for Hank like to someone who who has not had to put up with Haydos's commentary throughout <laughs> this test match. Oh my God, it was the worst of both worlds where he was uh, pimping his CSK and Australia credentials. <laughs> so in that spirit, I shall be the guy who goes usrat me do baje tak pia. So I've got another four hours to go to break through this nonsense. All right, uh, on that note. Uh, it's time to call it time on this episode of bits and pieces which has been a monumental recording hopefully massive bits and humongous pieces <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you for tuning in whatever <laughs> i mean how are you coping with this loss uh, tell us write in to us at uh, bnp_cricket on twitter and uh, leave us a five star rating not three stripes not three stars but five star rating on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen and share uh, this pod with your friends uh, this is tony varun nitin max and busy signing off and brother t who's <laughs> in absence half way through and we don't have a concussion substitute um, signing you. off thank you bye 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 bye